Welcome to What's in the Word, St. John's Cathedral's Children's Bible Study Podcast. I'm Tina Clark. I am the Director of Formation at St. John's, and I'm here with my friends, Saskia. Hi. Ainsley. Hi. Tressen. Hi. And Cade. Hello. We're so glad you guys are here. So we're going to talk about the season that we're in right now as we're recording this, which is what? Easter. That's right, Saskia. It's Easter. And this week will be the day of ascension. That's a big word. And we'll talk a little bit about what that means. And we're going into the season of Pentecost. So we'll talk a little bit about that, too. So I'm going to start with Easter. What's the big deal about Easter? It's the day that Jesus came back to life. That's right, Ainsley. I wonder what it was like for Jesus' friends, the disciples, when they first learned they knew he had died. They knew he had been crucified on a cross. And then they learned that he was alive. What do you think that was like for them? I think they probably felt really confused because they'd seen Jesus die like in front of their eyes, but they also felt happy because Jesus was their guide and their teacher. When we hear that someone has died, we don't think we're going to see them again, right? We certainly don't think we're going to see them again here in this life. You don't expect them to come back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very unexpected. And a little bit mysterious? Yeah. Definitely. So Jesus came back. There's, there's one of the apostles that I just feel very, I relate to this person. Jesus comes back, and he, and he walks into the room, and he says peace to his friends. And you can imagine how they're all feeling. And he shows them his hands, the wounds on his hands. And then later, they tell their friend Thomas, you're not going to believe this. We saw Jesus. He's alive. He showed us the wounds on his hands. And Thomas, does anybody remember what Thomas said? Thomas didn't believe them because they didn't have any evidence to back that up. So he's like, he's just pulling my leg. This is not true. Yeah, it's a pretty hard thing to believe. Does anybody remember what Thomas said he needed to believe? Saskia? Proof. What kind of proof? Well, he did to actually see the wounds. Yeah, he, <laughs> he said he wanted to see and touch the wounds. He did. And so then Jesus comes back and sees his friends again, and he lets Thomas see the wounds and touch them. And of course, then Thomas believes, and he's amazed. And Jesus says to him, so... Now you believe because you've seen. Blessed are those who believe without seeing. I wonder what Jesus was thinking about Thomas. What do you think, Ainsley? I think he might have been pretty disappointed in um, Thomas and maybe the rest of people who hadn't believed in him. Maybe. Yeah. I wonder if Thomas felt like he had disappointed Jesus. He probably did. Saskia, you said he probably did? Yeah. If I was in his situation, I think I would have felt like I disappointed Jesus. Yeah. yeah, I think I would too. 
But sometimes I think that maybe Jesus was talking about us, the people who would come later, because all of the disciples saw his wounds, right? And then Thomas needed to see the wounds. And when Jesus says, blessed are they who will believe without seeing, have we seen Jesus? No. In person? We live in a time where he's like not alive or not on earth anymore, I should say. So our faith comes without seeing. Maybe that's kind of special to Jesus. I wonder if it's really without seeing because I feel like it's more based on trust, but it's also based on seeing because the original disciples saw him and they passed that knowledge down to their children and ancestors and so on and so forth till it came to us. And we believe only because they saw. Wow. So I'm not sure. That's a really good point. It's something to wonder about, isn't it? It is. Well, let's move forward a little bit. So we are, today is the sixth Sunday of Easter while we're recording this. Because Easter is a day, but Easter is also a season of 50 days. And Easter ends on the day of Pentecost, but we're not there yet. But this week, not on a Sunday, is the day of the Ascension. And so I want to read you this. I'm not going to show you this, the pictures. We are reading from the um, Bishop, Archbishop Desmond Tutu Children of God Storybook Bible, which is one of my favorites, and I know some of you have it at home. But I want to read to you without showing you the pictures because the kids listening at home don't have the, our pictures, do they? No. Nope. So I'm going to ask you to make pictures in your head. Use your imagination and make this look like it should look for you. Jesus stayed with his friends and spoke to them about all the things that had happened to him. He reminded them of the old stories, about how the prophets had promised that God would send his son to help God's dream come true. Jesus said, tell everyone everywhere that God loves them and that those who believe in the good news of God's dream should get baptized. And in a few days, you, my friends, you will be baptized in the Holy Spirit. He then stretched out his hands and blessed them, saying, I will be with you always to the end of time. A cloud came down from heaven and Jesus disappeared. The disciples stared up into the sky looking for him. Two men in white robes appeared. Why are you looking up into heaven, they asked. Jesus is not far away. He will always be close to you, even though you cannot see him. And one day, he will return in the same way that he left you. The disciples went home, singing praises to God. So that's the ascension day. What does it feel like when a good friend or someone you love leaves and you don't know that you're going to see them again? You would probably feel really sad that they were gone. During COVID, we had to be away from our friends a lot, didn't we? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How did you stay connected to your friends when you couldn't see them in person? 
Uh, well, since we had Zoom meetings, I created some virtual talks with them multiple times. We talked to each other a lot there, so that really helped me. Yeah, that helped a lot of people, I think. Anything else that you did? Towards the end of COVID, we kind of like would go to parks with our friends and wear masks, and we'd be safe because we'd be outside and wearing masks. Mm -hmm. We found ways, didn't we? Yeah, and we got to see them. Yeah. And when someone is away from us and we can't see them, do we still know that they're there? Yeah. Do we mm. still... So Ainsley's kind of making a so-so gesture. Yeah. Is it... Tell me more about that. Um, so you don't know they're there because you don't see them. Does that make it harder to remember that they're there? Yes, it does. Does it make it harder to remember that someone loves you when you don't get to see them? Yeah. Yeah? I see nods. I see some nods. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So we don't get to see Jesus, and we've never seen Jesus in person. We've never sat at the table with the actual Jesus in a body, have we? How do we know that he's there? Um, this might sound kind of cliche, but I think it's like little things like somebody who talks to you like kindly or like helps you up after you fall down or just like gestures of love and support that tells us that God is there and he's watching over us. I don't think that's cliche at all. I think we all need more of that. So moving on to the day of Pentecost. Does anyone remember anything about Pentecost? What do you remember? It's the day that like the Holy Spirit was uh, a small like flame over the disciples' heads when they started preaching about Jesus in a bunch of different languages. Exactly. Great job. Yeah. yeah. So the disciples were in Jerusalem. And remember, Jesus had left, but he had ascended into this cloud. And he told them, don't worry, because someone is coming to help you. So they waited, and they were excited. Have you ever felt that feeling that you know something good is coming, but you don't know exactly what it's going to look like, what it's going to be like? Yeah. Yeah. That kind of feels like a quiz when... You studied hard and you felt good on the test and you feel like it's going to be a good good and when you get it back it could be good so you think you're going to get a good grade but you don't know what it is yet yeah oh that's a great feeling well that's how the disciples were feeling they knew jesus was sending something but they didn't know what it would be and Tressan, yeah you got it exactly right early one morning some strong wind and then the house shook and lights like tongues of fire appeared over their heads and they could feel that power of the Holy Spirit coming inside them and you're right they all began to talk about God's love and about Jesus lessons and all the things they'd learned and they found that they were all speaking in different languages Jerusalem was a city where people from all over came, and they all spoke different languages. And suddenly everyone could speak in all the languages of the people around them, Egyptian, Libyan, Hebrew, Arabic, Greek, and Latin. Everyone could understand Jesus' 
the teachings, Jesus' lessons. And Peter spoke to the crowd and he said, what was prophesied has come true. God has made Jesus both our savior and our friend. And through him, God's wonderful dream is coming true. And the people cried out, well, what can we do to realize God's dream? And Peter taught them. He said, return to God, be baptized. You will be given a new life and you too will receive the Holy Spirit. And 3,000 people got baptized that day. What do you think it feels like to have the Holy Spirit inside you? Maybe it feels like a warmth somewhere inside of you. A warmth somewhere inside of you? Yeah. Yeah, that could be. Trust Well, I think it's kind of like if you've been having, say you've been in bed and you're tossing and turning for like half the night and then suddenly you fall asleep and when you wake up you feel like really refreshed. Hmm, I like that. Because the disciples went through a lot of bad things, but then they, the Holy Spirit went into them and they preached about Jesus and yeah. felt probably refreshed. Refreshed, that's a wonderful word for that. I wonder if you've ever had a moment where you just feel like you're exactly where you're supposed to be, you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing, and everything just feels right and good. Yeah. Yeah? Can you remember feeling that way? It's happened to me at least once. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. So even if we don't remember exactly what was happening when we felt that way, we remember the feeling, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty special. So Archbishop Desmond Tutu, who who just died earlier this year um, and was just an amazing man, Throughout his Bible, he talks about God's dream. What do you think God dreams for people, for the world? Maybe for everybody to like be friends and everyone to get along. That's a great start. Thank you. Saskia, what do you want to add to that? Well, I think it, he wanted like animals and humans and everything on earth to just like be in peace. No one ever trying to be better than everyone else, anyone else. Everyone being kind. Kate, do you want to add? Well, I, I wouldn't think pe- there would be racism and sexism. Um, I also think nobody would have like shady motives or like selfish feelings. Yeah. And everyone would like try to solve the world's problems together. Huh. Wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be great. What's in the Word is a podcast of St. John's Cathedral's Children's Ministry. Thank you for joining us. You can find our podcast wherever you find your podcasts or at sjcathedral.org. Every season, we'll record a new podcast, and I'll invite different friends to come join me every time. Thank you, Saskia, Ainsley, Tressen, and Cade for being here today.